much do you spend from your paycheck in about 100 days? The Watchdog on Wall Street podcast with Chris Markowski. Every day, Chris helps unpack the connection between politics and the economy and how it affects your wallet. The federal government is on pace to spend over $1 trillion per every 100 days. Are Speaker Johnson and congressional Republicans doing anything about it? Enough is enough. Whether it's happening in D.C. or down on Wall Street, it's affecting you financially. Be informed. Check out the Watchdog on Wall Street podcast with Chris Markowski on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. There's been about $200 billion stolen from so-called COVID relief funds. And the party's going to make a big deal when they prosecute these criminals. And they should be prosecuted. But there's a saying in the land of con artists, or there was back in the day, that is that good cons get away, like the Nigerian scammers. We're told they were Nigerian scammers, although I think it was an inside job, and I think all the evidence points to that. In the separate country of Washington, they got away with about half a billion taxpayer dollars. See, good con artists, they get away, but, but great, great con artists, well, they never leave town. I have another New York Times reporter calling about my representation of the, literally, Dr. Patrick Coe, the spy chief of China. You know, great con artists like Hunter Biden. The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. $200 billion. COVID relief program, the biggest financial fraud in a generation. Guys, the $200 billion, she chump change. This is the remora fish of financial scandals. This, that these people are criminals and, and they should be tossed in prison after they're found guilty. But you want to talk about $200 billion in light of what has gone on? With the COVID hoax? Oh, it's a real virus. It was almost certainly made in the Wuhan lab with billions of your taxpayer dollars sent through various means to various con artists. Oh, yeah, they're scientists working on making viruses more deadly. Some of them working with Hunter Biden to do that over in Ukraine. But yeah, let's talk all about the $200 billion. Next hour, Zach Abraham, his company, Bulwark Capital Management, is helping us get this hour going. They're at knowyourriskradio.com. Next hour, Zach's going to help us think through another massive con coming your way. If you live in the separate country of Washington or the separate country of California, and very soon, if you live in the separate country of Oregon, you are going to be forced to purchase a $100,000 electric car if you want to drive. They are banning gas-powered cars. And the after effects of this, on your way to work, take note of all the gas stations. They're gone. The land those people own? It's going to be devalued. But don't worry, the government's going to step up and provide loans so that you can afford electric cars with conjured money (laughs) created in the biggest con, the longest of cons, fascism. Governments and companies become one. Zach will help us figure that out next hour from Bork Capital Management. So, yeah, there was a lot of cons. Legal Insurrection has a good roundup of some of the cons. People who just invented names. They they invented names of companies 
So there may have been as much of 80 billion, about 10% of the 800 billion handed out in COVID relief, so-called COVID relief paycheck programs. This is just one aspect of the con. 80 billion people breaking into government databases or in the case of Washington state, former state of Washington, just going into the databases. They turned off the fraud prevention techniques. They turned off the gateways. People just went in. Oh, I can have people's social security numbers. Sweet. I'll go change the address and the bank account information to places in Nigeria and they'll send me the money there. And they did a billion dollars. And the people of Washington, the, the bosses there pretend or claim they got half a billion that back. That's just a portion of this. There's people who invented fake companies. Just made up an LLC name. There's real companies that said, oh, yeah, we were deeply impacted by uh, by the covid. Oh, yeah. And our payroll is it's 10 million a year when their payroll was one million a year. And the the very careful government always focused on waste, fraud and abuse, you know, producing waste, fraud and abuse. They did nothing to prevent any of this. It was a massive, massive opportunity for criminals but you want to talk 200 billion? It's chump change. You look at the value of Pfizer alone and what has gone up with their stock and their so-called revenues, which is really just theft. Immunized from any harm. They can't be prosecuted for their scam or can they? Or can they? You see, they didn't allow informed consent. They can be prosecuted successfully because they lied about their products. See, they have to provide informed consent. They didn't on purpose. Oh, but they're not going to get prosecuted. Surely they're not going to be prosecuted. Why would they be? No, no. What the government's going to do is they're going to go after guys like David Hines of Miami. Now, <laughs> this guy seems like he's pretty good at what he does. He went out and bought a Lamborghini, high-end clothes, stayed at luxury hotels. Oh, and by the way, the amount of money he took was $3.9 billion, with a B. Because the government bosses don't care. No one in government's going to pay a fine personally. No one's going to do jail time for, for letting this happen. And everybody knew it would happen. By the way, 10%. That happens every year in Medicare and Medicaid. Every year. 10% is stolen. 10%. That's an interesting number. Oh, we'll walk up to Hunter Biden because I wonder if the big guy got his 10%. Another New York Times reporter calling about my representation of the literally Dr. Patrick Coe, the spy chief of China. 10% seems to be the magic number. A guy in Florida got 7.2 million bucks, stealing it from the so-called COVID relief funds, bought a 13,000 square foot mansion, three cars, a Lincoln Navigator, a Maserati, and a Mercedes Benz. A California couple got 18 mil. They bought three houses, diamonds, expensive furniture, and gold coins. The favorites, maybe legal insurrection likes this one. Um, In 40 minutes, a woman stole $100,000 in so-called COVID relief runs. Her name is apparently Danielle, uh, Danielle Miller. She is an Instagram model type and showed off her lifestyle on social media. Got a hundred grand in 40 minutes, spent 5,500 at a luxury hotel in West Hollywood, flew there on a private jet. She, she, she went to her 34,000 followers on Instagram and her bio says, I want that. That's her bio. I want that. All these people deserve jail time. Well, no, no, they all deserve prison time. These are all felonies and then some. But kids, you're boring me. 
You're boring me with your $200 million. See, the big game, the big con is that you never need to leave town. You just keep the con rolling. This isn't from a year ago. This is now. This is the past two days. This is the figurehead, Joe Biden, telling you that we just don't have enough money to give Pfizer and Moderna. Basically, mainly Pfizer. Pfizer, who is 36 billion richer from this, roughly speaking. Yeah, but come to me about your 200 million bucks. (laughs) Come to me about Maserati's. When these guys are buying islands with money that they forced you to give to them. Lest you wanted to get fired. Lest you didn't want your kids to go to school. Lest you didn't want your kid to be able to attend the college and you don't get the 64 grand per year back. Lest any of those things. This is Biden telling Congress they need to invent more money, print more money, move more digits, conjure more fake funds to send those fake funds to Pfizer so Pfizer can buy real assets like islands, land, and buildings. Even worse, if we need a different vaccine for the future to combat a new variant, we're not going to have enough money to purchase it. We cannot allow that to happen. Congress... We need to secure additional supply now, now. But 200 million's gone. Some guy took 9.8 billion, bought himself Lamborghinis. But he's going to prison. Those assets are going to be sold. The money's going to be returned to the taxpayer after the lawyers take their rake. Pfizer's sitting here watching their figurehead get up and not just pimp for more money for them. This is once again proof that this man runs nothing. He's simply one of the crime families. Oh, yeah, one of them. (laughs) We'll spend more time in this next hour with Zach. But it appears it's it's no, it doesn't appear. It is the case that. Nancy Pelosi's kid (laughs) was working with a guy who had invented a fake cryptocurrency. He has a cool name, Asa Sinclair. That's a cool name. Asa Sinclair. You know, just on a side note, I've often reflected on the fact, and no, no offense against my family name, but I've often reflected on the fact that my life would be so much easier if I was named Asa Sinclair, and so would yours. Call a hotel. Yes, sir. Uh, yes. Uh, reservation. Yes. My name is Asa Sinclair. Oh, we will give you the penthouse suite. Your name is Asa Sinclair. I wonder if this guy's name is really Asa Sinclair. National Pulse of, or probably National File has this story. So he was a running partner with Paul Pelosi Jr. He's been convicted of wire fraud for his role in running a scam called the World Sports Alliance which Paul Pelosi Jr. represented in the country of. Everybody guess with me. What what country? Yeah. Ukraine. Zelensky, the angel. Zelensky with the $55 million home. And was it Miami? Zelensky who floats above the water itself. Zelensky, who is the rescuer of democracy. The same rescuer of democracy who has outlawed his political opposition, outlawed running against him, who has seized media channels and their property and made them government property. Oh, and who had in his country 46 biolabs that we were one of the parties funding, along with Hunter Biden. So Hunter Biden's doing... Biolab business in Ukraine. Nancy Pol, but they lost his laptop. The FBI, they don't know where that is. They know where the guy's Maserati is. 
they know where that lady's um, fancy jewelry is at, her fancy clothes. The other guy who bought the Lamborghini, they got that. The couple who bought the three houses in California, they know right where those are. Hunter Biden's laptop? I don't know. Did you check lost and found? So Pelosi's kid is in Ukraine pimping a fake cryptocurrency. And this Asa Sinclair guy is going to prison for wire fraud. What about Paul Pelosi? Is he going to prison for wire fraud? Oh, no, he was just taken advantage of. He, he knew that Asa Sinclair was a cryptocurrency expert. He knew that he was working with the Ukraine. Yeah, this guy actually said, oh, yeah, the UN is back in my cryptocurrency. And people gave him money for this. But yeah, 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 yeah. Let's get back to the people who stole 200 million bucks. These guys did this undercover of COVID. These guys did this with the Pelosi name. Hunter did it with the Biden name. Pfizer does it with their brand and their lobbying. But don't worry. We've got Republicans to ignore this. And they're ignoring it. Oh, yes. Rand Paul, Ron Johnson, they're going after the Fouch, and the Fouch should be in prison for the rest of his life. There's no doubt. He has caused the death of, of at easily 200,000, if not 400,000 people. Oh, and he's, he's got the long con going. Oh, he's part of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He loved what, what Biden was told to do. Here's the proof that Biden is a figurehead, as if we need more. He is, he's been caused to stand on that soundstage. At least now they're admitting it's a stage. They've stopped pretending it's the Oval Office. He's been told where to stand, what to do, and he admits he's been told where to stand and what to do. And I'm going to get my second booster shot. I'm not sure what I'm doing on stage. I'm just feeling better. Mr. President, what is the danger of Putin being left in the dark by military advisors? Now, listen to the questions. That's about Putin. I'm reluctant to comment. Okay. You comment on the declassified intelligence that he doesn't trust his military leadership. Okay, back, back to Putin. No. Is the U.S. willing to provide security guarantees to Ukraine as part of peace talks with Russia? Ukraine again. Mr. President, are you going to extend Title 42? Oh, gosh. Well, I have a decision on that, too. I just President Zelensky tell you about that. countries on vaccination will impact your... Uh, the, the fight against COVID here. <laughs> <laughs> what did President Zelensky say? Between the gap. Are there enough funds? Did you hear her? Are there enough funds for Pfizer? Not a person in the press corps said, Mr. President. Don't put that in your arm. If that's a real injection, that can kill you. Not not a person in the D.C. press corps said, you know, that's killing people. Incidentally, that stuff doesn't work. Incidentally, do you know that is now shown to write itself into your DNA? By the way, do you know that it actually never leaves your body? Do you know when they said that the mRNA went there for a little while and left? It doesn't. By the way, have you read about the shrinking brains or shrunken brains they're finding in young people who've been injected with this garbage? Incidentally, are you reading about the high rates of death, the 40% increase in all-cause mortality in this country, the 88% increase in all-cause mortality among people in the millennial age group? The heart disease showing up in children below the age of puberty, which has never happened. The enormous percentage of people who are dying with these bizarre, huge jellyfish type blood clots in their body that have never, ever been seen before. Oh, is there enough money for Pfizer? Mr. President, Mr. President, Zelensky, are you giving Zelensky what he needs? Are you giving him what Zelensky said he needs more? Are you giving him more? 
He's getting in. Why? Why? You asked uh, Joe, Mr. Well, I'll play the game. Mr. President, you just said you don't know why you're getting injected on stage. You're the president. Do you want to do this? Is this what you want, sir? I'll play the game again. Mr. President, Mr. President, will you authorize us to examine that syringe? Will you authorize us to take that syringe, sir, and examine it to make sure that's actually the the uh, the so-called vaccine? Will you authorize that right now, sir? Sir, why is the lady injecting you wearing a mask and you're not, sir? Why is that the case? Why is she wearing a black mask that masks her, matches her black outfit? Is this a staged event, sir? If this is staged, tell us that that's, that's the actual injection, sir. Let us examine the vial. No, it's is is Zelensky getting everything he asks for? <laughs> yeah, but uh, let's talk all day. Let's do about the two hundred million dollars that's been stolen because that's where the boy. That's that's some really really bad stuff. Next hour, my friend Zach Abraham swings by Bulwark Capital Management. I'm gonna ask Zach. About what is the downstream effect? What is the downstream effect of 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 um, of banning gas cars? I thought about this. Okay, so people are forced to sell their cars. Hey, Zach, what does that do to people's retirement? Um, then they're forced to purchase a car they don't want at a price they just can't afford. A hundred grand for a car, an electric car? Are you? And and when we're we're literally spending time about a two hundred million dollar theft. So we'll talk to him about that. Also, he had a client give him permission to disclose this. Zach's going to tell you a cautionary tale about a guy who listened to his emotions on on gold. And I, I literally didn't think it would be anywhere near as bad as what Zach told me. And the client said, please, please tell other people so that they don't fall into the same fate. So Zach will share that with us next hour. See, Zach concentrates at Bulwark Capital Management on risk management. And so he had this client said, no, no, I want to do this with gold. And Zach was saying, please, please don't do this. Please, you are set, you're ready. And the guy, like he let the emotion speak. And he didn't listen to the risk management advice from Zach Abraham at Bulwark Capital Management. Th- this guy's life has changed and it's, it's not necessarily for the better. In fact, financially speaking, well, you'll hear next hour. Bulwark Capital Management looks at the financial markets we have. And I'm going to ask Zach, I'm going to ask him, am I insane or is forcing people to purchase electric cars? Is that just a, a quick sugar hit for GM and others while, while the big banks just implode the economy? Yeah, it's a scary time. This is the time to get your retirement locked if you can. If you can. So Zach Abraham will help you figure that out. He'll do it non-emotionally. He and his team of advisors and financial advisors who work together on this. Okay. So just call, get the answers, get your heart settled while he settles the numbers. 866-779-RISK. That's 866-779-RISK or go to knowyourriskradio.com. Investment advice cannot be given without a client services agreement. Bulwark Capital Management is an investment advisor representative of Trek Financial LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Yeah, 200 million, man, that's bad. That is some bad, bad stuff. But great car artists never leave town. Oh, you're hearing about Ginny Thomas's text, right? She was texting with people. Ginny Thomas sent texts to Mark Meadows, the chief of staff, President Trump, and said, stop, you've got to stop them. They're trying to steal the election from the greatest president in history, to paraphrase Ginny Thomas. I've met Ginny. She's a very nice lady. She's very approachable, super down to earth, sort of a woman of the people as I see it. She, like it appears, oh, this is fascinating. Uh, About 70% of people think the election was rigged. And not necessarily stolen, but that election fraud affected the results. Oh, and by the way, uh, <laughs> it's a high number of, what is it? It's above 50% of Democrats. 
think the election was affected by fraud. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's so funny. Because they intend to bring Ginny Thomas into the Congress and, and ask her questions. Oh, and by the, by the way, Congress has no legal authority to um, subpoena private citizens. That's not their purview. They can subpoena government employees, etc. But they, they, there are courts that can do that. But not Congress. The DOJ can do that. But what they want is Ginny Thomas to say no. Now, did she steal money? Did she break down the doors? I, I don't recall that. But they are out to destroy the Thomas family. But yes, yes, yes. No, let me refocus on the important thing. The 200 million bucks stolen. And, and, and it's actually more than that because it's, it's uh, yeah, it's 200 million. No, 200 million stolen. Because that's the important thing. We can't have people stealing from the government. That's brand new. The Department of Defense has been caught lying for Pfizer. Emerald Robinson, who had me on her TV show. You know what? I think I was awful on that TV show. I don't like being on TV, you guys. Attorney Thomas Rents, he's the guy who is suing um, a bunch of these people and these organizations discovered the Department of Defense is, is altering data to hide the number of our service members who have been injured by the, um, the, the deadly COVID injections. He has sworn statements of four whistleblowers inside the Department of Defense serving um, as Army medical officers who reviewed the relevant information and corroborated that important medical data has been altered. Their sworn statements. They want Ginny Thomas. They want the show trial, the mock Chow trial of Ginny Thomas saying, no, I'm not going to come in and answer questions. Congress, you have no authority to make me. They have sworn statements from army medical officers saying the department of defense is lying about the number of people who have been injured by these injections. Many were forced to take. We've talked to some degree about these, the, the shocking Increase in the numbers of heart attacks, in the numbers of strokes. These people should not be having strokes or heart attacks. They're among the healthiest in society. But remember, guys, let's focus. A lady stole a hundred grand in 40 minutes. There's your waste, fraud, and abuse. Great. Con artists never leave town. They never leave town. This is Thomas Rents, this attorney who has discovered this, these lies from the Department of Defense, lying about our service members' deaths. This is Thomas Rents pointing out a very relevant fact. See, when the con artists at Pfizer, who are also fascists, and you know what, by the way, people think fascism means violence. It leads to violence because it puts all power in the hands of state companies and company states. Fascism is companies and government becoming one entity and forcing people to do their will. That's that's fascism. Pfizer, Pfizer, fascist. They're there. That's what they are. He is pointing out that the fascists at Pfizer with their partner fascists at the FDA, legally speaking, in order to have an emergency youth authorization, they have to tell people, here's the risks from these injections. They have to do that. Well, (laughs) law, I mean, come on. Laws for the little folks. So millions of people went out and took this jab without informed consent. Now, under the law, the secretary of the Department of Health and Human Services is required if they're going to authorize something under emergency use to ensure that people are reasonably apprised or going to be reasonably apprised of the risks and the benefits. They specifically avoided doing that. They specifically and knowingly uh, refused to do that. So this is a real crisis. And one of the things that I think underlies this 
and going to be a consistent theme as we talk about this is the fact that, you know, we see some of the some of the Republicans and some of the people who are new to this saying, well, it should be everybody's choice. No, 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 no. See, we don't have another product. There is not a single other product available on the market anywhere. Drug, chainsaws, hand grenades, not one that causes as much death and carnage to consumers. We don't have one product that has, is more dangerous than this vaccine on the market. And yet we can't sue the manufacturers if this vaccine hurts us. So there's no transparency, there's no informed consent, and there's no accountability if you get injured by this product. So you cannot say that it should be everybody's choice. You can't make a choice without informed consent. And if there's no redress for an injury after you do this, then it's just not a fair playing field. So we can't have that. The, the idea that these have to be pulled from the market. And they're not going to be pulled from the market. These, the, the, the figurehead is, he doesn't know why. Oh, why are they sticking that in me on stage? Oh, why can't they stick it in my arm back, back at my place in Delaware where I'm in the basement looking out? Elder abuse? Yeah. Oh, wait. Guys, dudes bought three houses. How many businesses were disappeared, stolen in the lockdown? What percentage of small businesses? Again, in many cities, it was 40%. 40%. Gone forever. But this other guy, uh, he got his name tattooed on his chest. And, and, and it, it, riding his Harley he bought with stolen money. He's the one we need to prosecute. You can prosecute both of them, but some of them aren't going to be prosecuted because you still have Fauci. Wants more lockdowns. Legitimately wants more lockdowns. That's the COVID portion of this. That's, that's just the COVID portion of this. We need to get to the rest of this sound clip. I have another New York Times reporter calling about my representation of the... Literally, Dr. Patrick Go, the spy chief of China. Wait till I hear the rest of Hunter Biden. Never left town. Again, man, it's 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 like stepping out of the. Uh, it's like stepping out of slimy, warm, dank, rank smelling fume-ridden caves of evil into the light. God is light. In him, there is no darkness at all. I mean, really talking about those guys and shifting over to, to Allen's Artisan Soaps, it's not just the cleanliness. It's the purpose. Business intends to create income for the owners and great businesses build wealth for the owners. That is, businesses at which they don't need to work. Great businesses are often built by great employees, but also a real sense of passion. I am a big one for family businesses because I believe it's skin in the game. There is no bigger skin in the game than Allen's Artisan Soaps. Um, the, there are some new packages coming from Allen's. This will be coming in the next, in the coming weeks. We're going to have a incredible, uh, subscription product from Allen's. So if you are even leaning that way, please try the soaps now. And the, the purpose behind this company is not just income. John, the, the Allen's dad, John, to be frank with you, doesn't need the income, but he also doesn't need to be spending money hand over fist. None of us do. He started Allen's Arson Soaps for this purpose, and we fulfilled it yesterday once again. Allen, a young man so profoundly impacted the, by the autism spectrum that he can't talk, utterly nonverbal, got once again to beam with pride as he saw a picture of a cop using his soaps. And I'm talking about a big time, could be a very bad man cop, but he's a good man using his soaps. He's seen mothers using his soaps. He's seen schools and businesses adopting his soaps. It's a rock solid, great product, three generation family 
business helped Allen's Artisan Soaps make these soaps, design these soaps, make sure the scents are unique, make sure that it's a quality product for your skin. Here's our ask. Try the soaps. Go to allenssoaps.com. That's allenssoaps.com. And if you love them, get ready because we've got a subscription product coming that is just phenomenal. allenssoaps.com. So Fauci is in the wings and he says there's going to be more lockdowns coming. Okay, well, we knew that. Everybody who's been paying attention knows that they can't let the COVID scam go because they're gaining too much ground for fascism. So we talked a little bit about this Pelosi's son-in-law going to the Ukraine to pitch a fake cryptocurrency. Check. Hunter Biden. Biolabs. Where the business model was, hey, can we make pathogens more deadly? He did that. But yeah, 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 yeah. Some people stole some money from an unemployment thing with the COVID relief. They're the big criminals. They are. He peddled the name of the vice president to go to a country that had and has had and has a legitimate Nazification problem. Somehow is the money laundering location for a lot of these folks. And he is pitching money into producing more deadly pathogens. But that wasn't enough for the FBI to hold on to his laptop. They'll hold on to every scintilla of evidence they find against these scammers, and they should. They'll have pictures of the Lamborghinis, the clothes. They'll have their social media videos. They'll have their bank accounts. They'll have pictures of them at parties and friends talking about how how all, all of a sudden generous they became. They'll have all of those things, all of them. They'll have receipts, not in the modern parlance, actual receipts for the products they purchased. They'll have all of it, every, every inch of evidence. But as we talked about earlier this week, when Matt Gates talked to a guy from the FBI, the so-called cyber chief, do you know where is so you're saying you don't know where his laptop is? Uh, sir, that is an accurate statement. Well, the National Pulse has it. Matt Gates has a lot of the data. They've just decided to lose his laptop. At least he didn't smash it with a hammer like Hillary Clinton's people did. This is Hunter Biden. It's from the National Pulse. This is a young Well, he's not a young man. He's a man who, with a phone call, can call the president's, well, the guy who's the figurehead. One phone call reaches into the Oval Office, I guarantee on a back-end line. One phone call, dad has to give this kid what he wants. Tell me this. If Hunter got in touch with dad and said, dad, um, the Chinese Communist Party has videos of me having sex with children in other words raping children they're going to release these what does what does joe biden not do for his kid well he's not going to care about the other kids oh and by the way why do i even say that well you know you've seen the photos so here's hunter biden revealing his problems in a heart-to-heart talk with no doubt a very very dear friend i get calls from my father to tell me that the New York Times is calling, but my old partner, Eric, who literally has done me harm for I don't know how long, is the one taking the calls because my father will not stop sending the calls to Eric. I have another New York Times reporter calling about my representation of the, literally, Dr. Patrick Coe, the spy chief of China, who started the company that my partner, who was worth $323 billion, found it, and is now missing. The richest man in the world is missing, who was my partner. He was missing since I last saw him in his $58 million apartment and signed a $4 billion deal to build the largest LNG port in the world. And. I am receiving calls from the Southern District of New York, from the U.S. Attorney himself, 
my best friend in business, Devin, has named me as a witness without telling me. In a criminal case, and my father without telling me. Yeah. You guys, that that Instagram model. A hundred grand, you guys. Yeah, there is a fix. It's the longer game. The Lord Jesus made it very, very clear what it is to be a leader. It is to be a servant. The Old Testament makes it clear time and again. Leaders simply do not get to pick winners and losers. It is to be a fair judgment. Up to and including strangers in the land. Old Testament. Made clear to the Hebrew people to become the Jewish people. Look, if there's a stranger in your land, you're going to treat them fairly. Because you were strangers in Israel. That's so much so that the left uses that to make arguments for illegal immigration. You'll note that the Old Testament didn't say you will make them Hebrews. They are still strangers, but you'll treat them fairly. A nation that makes God men out of people like Hunter Biden. Well, not really him, but out of his dad. This is where we land. It's a fight one on our knees. But it's such a hard fight. We pray for the United States and we should. We pray for our souls and we should. We pay for redemption and we should. We can pray for people who are criminals and we should. We also have to pray for Hunter Biden. We have to hear him and feel him as a lost soul. Why? Because that's how God views him. God would like him back in the family. Now, people can't come to the Lord. My concept of things is it's been taught to me unless God the Father calls them first. But we could petition for that. We could also petition, and I like this prayer, that the Lord would absolutely entirely rip down all curtains of lies so that we can see inside all of it. And that the Lord, if he will not, cannot... Well, that's not true. Not cannot. If the Lord, it's not his will to change the hearts of people in power or we don't have enough faith that he would absolutely strike them out of any base of power. My wife is going to swing by here in a second. Just reminded as we're talking there about the prayerful approach to this. Our event, May 20th, Bothell, Washington. That is um, northeast of Seattle. It's actually a very nice little community. Bothell, Washington, May 20th, 630 to 830 p.m. We're doing an event there. I'm going to speak. It's um, it's called Will God Rescue America? And it's a meatier topic than you might think as we really start to do the research and all this and how to approach it and getting a lot of emails about this. My friend and partner here at the show, Julie, who does social media and so much more for us, is an incredible woman of God. But only really in the past few years has Christ saved her. And man, the trajectory of her life has utterly changed life, but she's under demonic attack. I think she is. And I think she'll share that with you. I think she knows the struggle. So tickets are available. It's at the toddhermanshow.com slash events. It's a live event. There's not going to be live streams because it's unfair to people who pay to go. We're on track to sell this out by May 20th. It breaks my heart when we do these and people want to go and they try to go in the last minute and they can't get in. It's the ToddHermanShow.com slash events. Love, love to have an opportunity to meet you and see you, talk with you. Okay, I said it earlier. Now it's going to happen. I get to welcome my wife to this studio. And I even get to have the, oh, we'll find out if it's embarrassing. We'll see how both of us feel because I'm going to use her, well, one of her nicknames, the most commonly used version of her many nicknames. And that nickname is Rare Bear. Welcome to see you, Rare Bear. Good morning. <laughs> so do you still like that nickname? I, that's the one I like the best. Why? Um, 
because um, it's the less, the least cheesy. I, I call you Bear normally, but Rare Bear is the part of the full name. I should do the full name. No, stop. Move on. <laughs> Nobody cares. Oh my gosh. No one cares. How come you never gave me a nickname? You gave me one and then it didn't stick. You know that I've never had a successful nickname? Well, that's going to change. I don't know. Right what, now is gonna... not the time to ask me that. <laughs> no, no. It's not that I'm petitioning for a nickname. But did you know that I've never had a successful nickname? I wanted, when I was in summer camp as a kid, and I didn't even figure this out until later, I didn't realize it was an intervention camp. For what? My mom sent me to a survival camp, and I didn't realize it was a therapeutic survival camp. Because my, my, my sister went to the camp where they got to jump into the water and, and do hot diggity dogs and, and you know, dive for turtles survival in the mud. Survival camp is cool. No, survival camp was cool. I loved yeah. it. We got to go out and build our own survival area and eat bugs and be alone for two days. And I thought you got an Indian name. Source on water. Oh, no, that was my, my dad when he had me be an Indian guide. Uh, it was like my dad's, they had a, a version that honored Native Americans of, um, it's called Indian guides. Yeah, I was little eagle, he was big eagle. But when I got to that camp, all the kids were older than me and they were so cool. And so I said my name was Ace. <laughs> Ace, like the Kiss band. Yeah, Ace, really. <laughs> and only one That's guy, hilarious. like Pat there, he he actually played along and he called me Ace. Um, yeah. But I was 12 years old there, 16 or 17, and alone in the woods. And it was, um, it was, it was, what do you say, mixed gender. Um, so we I was need on the to outside. tell our daughter that story. Oh, no, I told her. But then I was realizing that when I went back and through and looked at what we talked about around the campfire, like, oh my gosh, that was a therapeutic camp. I finally went to my mom and said, you said it was a survival camp. She goes, you learned how to survive. That's a you good mom. What's your mom, lie to you? your yeah. mom had some good, good ideas. My mom had some good ideas. Well, I, yeah, that's <laughs> uh, a compliment. All right. Okay. Got it. So why didn't you ever give me a nickname? Is it because you don't love me deeply? I have nicknames for you. Like, don't say any. I have nicknames for you. But they've never stuck. Well, we'll don't worry. We'll fix that. Okay. All right. We'll fix that. I picked Rare Bear because you shouldn't have done what you did in your life. I'm very proud of you because you shouldn't have become a teacher. Statistically speaking, you shouldn't have end up, ended up a successful teacher and you were a great teacher. You, you shouldn't have been able to do that given the struggles you had growing up, um, given the, and we've talked, I've talked about this on the air, but first time with you in the room, dropping out of school and then having to put yourself back through it. Dropping and, out of school was the best thing I ever did in my life. One of them, well, others, aside from marriage and um, motherhood. Okay. But, but that, you, you had a rough it, patch. I did have a rough patch. After you dropped out and you dropped out because you were in a rough patch. But well, then, school was useless for me at that point. Yeah. Anyway, the, we're getting way, this is not why I'm here to talk about my background. <laughs> I think people want to know you. I don't know. Well, one thing I'll say. Okay, is so now it's okay. I'm more comfortable saying who I am on the air because I was thinking about this. You're no longer on the radio. Yeah. And at that point, I was very on the down low because we were in Seattle surrounded by lunatics. And now your listeners are seek you out. And I've been meeting your listeners and they're cool people. And so I don't have to be so much on the down low, but there, you know, I have had <clears throat> listeners of yours, trolls that have contacted me actually and say weird things. You never told so, me that. Yeah. I didn't want to worry you. It oh, hasn't, it hasn't happened much and it, you know, a one-time deal isn't going to worry me, but that's why I, I kind of like to keep my privacy because, you know, when you're a public person. I'm not a public person. Well, somewhat. Yeah. People can be weird. Yeah. But I have noticed, especially here in Idaho, people are so awesome. I really have grown to enjoy the people we've been meeting. And, yeah. And we're going to meet some more people. I'm going to be able to invent, but uh, you can't come because it's over uh, in the separate country. I'm not <laughs> going into enemy territory. Okay. I don't even want to. All right. Well, I'm going to go see a bunch of friends in Bothell, Washington on May 20th. All right. So you've been doing the soda weight loss program now for. Um, I think this is the third week. Third week. And yeah. so give everybody an update on how that's going. 
Well, uh, full disclosure, this week I came down with strep throat, yeah. so that might have affected things, but I am down another five pounds this awesome. week, so that was awesome. And, uh, you know, just laying around, basically. Yeah, right. <laughs> but the program, they say, you know, gave me time to actually listen to one of the empowerment audios, fell right asleep on yeah. that one. You're, you're and, not supposed to. Well, it's for relaxation. Yeah. yeah. And... uh uh, and I've looked through the materials and yeah. read that. And it, they say by sticking to the program, women on average will lose three pounds a week and yeah. men four to five a week. Yeah. And it's precise. And if you stick with it, it, that's going to happen. Yeah. They take the guesswork out of it, which I like. Yeah. And you've uh, developed a kind of relationship. I noticed, you know, you talk to your nutritionist and you, I think the first time that happened, you seemed a little bit nervous this morning you were weighing in. You're like, Oh, I'm going to go weigh in and mm -hmm. popped in. And, and I think that's an important aspect of soda S O T a weight loss.com state of the art weight loss S O T a weight loss.com. So because it's over the phone, there were some people who'd worry, Oh, you don't get, you don't get as much attention, but I don't think that's the dynamic. Um, no, well you get to go to the website. There's a lot of support. And if you don't want support, you don't have to go anywhere. And if you want support, they're there and yeah. you can always call. And there's a lot of tips. There's videos, there's recipes. I'm going to dig into the recipes this week to um, get some ideas. Yeah. So, yeah. And by the way, I saw you the other day putting oil in one of your shakes. The oil keeps you from getting hungry. Right. And so that's a tip. Yeah. And so MCT oil, I put in one, my, peanut butter, chocolate, delicious <laughs> shake. And that oil keeps me from being hungry, which makes it easy. So I don't, this program is just super easy for right. me. Sodaweightloss.com. So you get there, go to the top left-hand corner. There's a national button, sodaweightloss.com. Thank you for coming in, Rare Bear. Thank you. Um, okay, there's some, there's some nicknames for you. All right, next week, the nicknames. Now we're not going to have any of that. Hope you guys have a fantastic weekend uh, with family, friends. If you don't have family, um, I hope that you find some ways to be with rounds and, and integrate with and visit with the body of Christ. And as always, please go be well, be strong, be kind, and know that my wife and I are so very deeply thankful for you. And we just thank God that we found each other. The Supreme Court rejects 14th Amendment arguments for kicking Trump off the ballot. The Biden administration admits secretly flying 320,000 illegals into the country last year. And some unhinged never-Trumpers want to ruin the lives of people seeking a no-labels third-party candidate. I'm Greg Columbus. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch podcast. We'll give you the good, bad, and crazy news of the day, and hopefully a lot of laughs, too. Follow the Three Martini Lunch on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.